Well, hey, good morning, New Hope Community Church, and Happy New Year. Ole makahiki ho, feliz año nuevo, maligayang bagong taon. In all languages, we are so grateful that you joined us. Welcome to our first uh, Sunday of the new year of 2023, and also the introduction of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. So today we will get kind of like our marching orders, our directions, and some teaching, uh, some hands-on applicable teaching and principles on prayer. And then starting tomorrow, uh, Monday, August 9th, we will uh, start, or January 9th, we will start our prayer and fasting. So uh, with that, if you guys have your Bibles, would you open to Luke uh, chapter 11? Luke chapter 11, and today we're going to be talking about teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. Now, number one, New York Times best-selling author, James Clear, he wrote a book called Atomic Habits, which sold over 4 million hard copies. And he seems to be a bearer of bad news because he says, on average, it takes about two months before a new behavior becomes automatic. In fact, he says it takes 66 days to make a habit a part of our lives. And more than two months instead of three weeks and today we're starting 21 days of prayer and fasting. But what would happen if we spent this 21 days in intentional prayer of connecting to God and fasting, which is disconnecting from the world in order to be with God? You know, three weeks, 21 days, it's just 0.1% of your life expectancy. And what happens if we, we as a people of God, sons and daughters of the living King, if we just dedicated, set our hearts apart, our time, in order to seek God in prayer and fasting? And I believe that God can perform a miracle. Have you ever wondered why 21? Why 21 days of prayer? Isn't the number 40 more prominent in the Bible than 21? Why 21 instead of 40? Because uh, 40, it represents judgment or testing in the Bible. Uh, scholars, they understand 40 to be a probation or a trial period or a trial season. For example, in the Old Testament, it, the flood it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Moses, he spent 40 years in the desert. Uh, Moses also spent 40 days and 40 nights uh, before the Lord in Mount Sinai where he received the Ten Commandments. The Israelites, they spied 40 days uh, in the land of Canaan. Israel, they served um, the Canaanites in the Philistines rather for 40 years. And in the New Testament, Jesus was tempted, how many? 40 days and 40 nights. And by the time from Jesus' resurrection to his ascension to be at the right hand of the Father, that was exactly 40 days. But even though these 40 days, it, uh, it's more prominent, 21 days, it actually represents breakthrough. That's right, breakthrough. 
Breakthrough is a military concept when one army is able to weaken its enemy's forces to the point of collapse, a breakthrough occurs, allowing that army to invade and take its enemy's territory. But in war, breakthrough only really matters if it occurs at a strategic location. And you can tell a location if strategic, if there's a lot or the amount of forces amassed to protect this location. All that to say is that in your life, in my life, God wants to do a breakthrough. And I believe 21 days, whether it's a physical a healing, whether it's a relational breakthrough, maybe it's spiritual breakthrough of a loved one coming to know Christ, Maybe it's financial, that uh, debt will be uh, broken, that God would be able to take these 21 days to do a breakthrough in your life. In the book of Daniel, uh, chapter 10, uh, verses 12 to 14, it gives us a, a glimpse of what's happening. Because Daniel, he's been praying and fasting for, that's right, 21 days. And he wanted, he wanted to do that so he could have a greater insight into the revelations that he received a couple verses earlier in Daniel chapter 3. Then an angelic being shows up with an answer to his prayer. So his praying and fasting didn't, didn't uh, eat anything for 21 days, uh, only drank water. And during that time of fasting, this messenger of God came to Daniel who's trying to get through, through Daniel in this 21 days, and he said that he had been held captive, or he had been opposed, or he had been detained by the prince of the kingdom of Persia, that the chief angel Michael had to come and see Daniel. So this experience that Daniel has is an example to us. It's not a formula of this magical 21 days, but is an example of what is taking place, of what is outside of our sight. God does not want us to be more, to know more about the angelic realm that's what's revealed in Scripture, but He clearly wants to know that there is a cosmic or there's a spiritual conflict that is happening. One of the classic uh, texts of spiritual warfare, Ephesians 6, Right? We, we fight, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against spiritual darkness that's happening in the spiritual realm. So uh, what I'm believing these next 21 days is that God would do a breakthrough in your life. And so we're going to look at the life of Jesus in Luke chapter 11, and we're just going to take a basic acronym of prayer. But in Luke chapter 11, let's turn there. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place. And when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. And so, Father, we thank you for this morning, this new year, O oh Lord God. And, Lord, your plans are not to harm us, 
but to prosper us, to give us a future and a hope. And Lord, you provide for us and you have in store for us and you intend for us as your children to have breakthrough in our lives. Lord, you have come to give life and life to the full. So Lord, I just pray that this year, as we seek your face, your word says, draw near unto God and he will draw near unto you. So we're taking these 21 days, Lord, believing, contending for um, clarity, uh, for a miracle in our lives, Lord, that you would uh, show up and you would show off and show out, Lord, that you are alone are God. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Did you guys notice something absolutely fascinating in our text? The disciples, they requested Jesus, uh, they requested something from Jesus. Now, it's not disciples plural, but it says one of the disciples, or one disciple, when Jesus was praying, they asked Jesus, Jesus, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. So the disciple who was unnamed did not ask, Lord, teach us to serve, teach us how to be effective leaders, teach us to make disciples, teach us how to study the Bible and exegete, teach us how to evangelize, teach us to influence, teach us to reach. But instead, the disciple asked, Lord, we want to pray, we want to commune like you and the Father. See, the disciple was, was not requesting for leadership strategy or evangelism techniques or apologetic arguments, but he wanted the heart and the practice to pray like Jesus. The heart of a Christ follower and disciple is to pray as Jesus prayed, to commune with the Father, to daily abide in the Father's love. So prayer is the desire of the disciple of Jesus. Our heart's cry is to not learn techniques and learn, um, you know, to do miracles, but to abide in the Father, to abide in God and to pray. And there's a parallel account of the, of the Lord's prayer in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5 uh, through 8, where in 2020 you spent eight months almost 32 Sundays um, explaining and exegeting uh, the Sermon on the Mount. And actually, uh, I actually I have two sermons, uh, two complete sermons on the Lord's Praying, uh, Lord's Prayer uploaded to our YouTube and um, our Spotify podcast that comprehensively and expositorily, meaning verse by verse, it explains the sermon. But today, since we're going to have a, a family time, um, the, in the children's ark and in the newsletter, there was a family moments, daily prayer. For 21 days, we pray as a family or we pray as a community. I wanted to make the Lord's Prayer more applicable and through the acronym of PRAY, P-R-A-Y. You know, just like when we read our Bibles and we do our devotions, we use SOAP. Right, the acronym SOAP, S-O-A-P, Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. Um, I want us to get a hands-on uh, looking at the Lord's Prayer of how to pray. So teach us how to pray. So letter P stands for praise. Praise. In verse 2, Jesus says, this is, you want to pray? 
And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. So first and foremost, when you pray, this is how you are to pray. It's consistent with Matthew's account as well, that we are to hallow the name of God, meaning make the name of Jesus famous. Our primary concern is that the, the name of God, that God's glory, His fame, His reputation is our primary concern. And when we pray, we, the first step in prayer is not to, oh, give me this, give me that, bless me here, bless me there, but to praise God. In fact, look at Psalm 100 verse 4. It says, enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. So we're to enter into the Father's presence with thanksgiving, with praise, and with blessing unto God. About a, a month ago, uh, Renee started her new job at the YMCA, at the Y in uh, Kahala, or they call it Kaimoki uh, Wailai. But anyways, um, and we had to split duties. Uh, Renee would take the older boys, Judah and Noah, uh, to Kaiser High School, and I would take Ezra to Cocoa Head Elementary. Ezra is in first grade, and uh, we like to enter the day by praying. So I asked Ezzy, Ezra, I was like, Ezzy, can you pray? And um, his prayer, uh, you know, ever since kindergarten, his prayer has always been, Lord, I pray that I would have a good day, that I would have a good time. You know, I pray that uh, my brothers will play Minecraft mid with me and my dad will buy me uh, Minecraft mods, uh, that I won't have any hero, I won't see Hero Brine and there's Creepers and the Endermen, that they don't get me. And, you know, this has been going on for weeks and months and even years. And I always tell him, no, oh, don't, start, don't start your prayer with just asking God. You know, start God with, with, with start your prayer with, thanksgiving and praise. So actually, uh, about a month ago, I started going through my son, um, seven-year-old son of the acronym of PRAY. When you pray, you start off with p -p -p praising God, meaning we're to give thanks unto God. Remind yourself, preach the gospel to yourself and do so with thanksgiving. If you want to go beyond, oh, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for uh, this uh, food on the table. Thank you for mom and dad. Thank you that I'm alive. Uh, um, thank you for my car, which is all great. If you want to go beyond that, praise God. Thank God. Bless God. Worship God for who he is and for what he has done. If you have a uh, difficulty in your prayer life where you're just like, okay, how do I just go uh, praising God or thanking God? P -p praise and to thank God. 
Thank God for who he is, his character. Lord, thank you that you're a kind God, you're merciful, that you're compassionate, that you're slow to anger. Thank you that you are a loving God. Thank you that you are my creator, that you knew me from the womb. Thank you that you are my heavenly father, that my spirit calls out Abba unto you. Thank you, Lord, that you are my redeemer, that you have rescued my life from the pits and that you have redeemed me. And when you, begin to praise God like that. And this is why it's so important to get into the Word of God. Let the Word of God every day marinate your heart and mind in the truth and meditate on the Word, divine God-breathed Word of God. Then you could, you know, begin to even memorize and, and cite scripture, Psalm 103, right? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. He who heals all your iniquities, who forgives all your diseases, who renews your, your, your life like the youth, and who satisfies who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. And praying starts with this heart of gratitude. Enter his courts, not with request, not with petitions, but enter his courts with praise. Enter his courts with thanksgiving. Enter your prayer life. It should start off with praise and worship and blessing God for who he is. And then if you get through that point of, Lord, this is who you are, then you could praise God for what he has done. Lord, thank you for saving me, for redeeming me, O Lord God, for setting me free, for delivering me from the bondage of sin. Thank you that you have come down to be with me, that in my loneliness, O Lord God, God is with us. Thank you that you have blessed me with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ that you've chosen me before the foundation of the world, that you, you have sealed me with the Holy Spirit of promise, that you have given me redemption, that you've forgiven my sins, that you have revealed to me the mystery of the gospel. And you see how scripture informs and transforms not only your prayer life, but scripture transforms you from the inside out and it, it gives you a perspective and you can go nonstop and just continue to pour out praise unto God. You could, you know, pray Psalms 23, Lord, thank you that you are the good shepherd and that you've caused me to lie down in green pastures. Thank you that you lead me beside still waters. Thank you, Lord God, that you um, restore my soul. And so you not only praise God for who he is, but you praise God for what he's done. Thank you for air in my lungs. Thank you for the heartbeat and the pulse. Thank you for entrusting me, Lord God, to be a husband to my wife, Renee. Thank you for letting me uh, be married to one of your uh, princess, the, the, the daughter of the king. Thank you that you've entrusted me to shepherd and to care for and to guide and disciple Judah, Noah, and Ezra. These are precious souls unto you, O Lord, whom you knew from the womb. And you see, when we enter, when our prayer life should start with 
praise and thanksgiving. R is repent. Repent. In the Lord's Prayer, Jesus prays, hey, this is how we are to pray, hallowed be thy name, but also forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us. So after praising God, we repent. We ask for forgiveness. We confess our sins. Now for Ezra, repentance is kind of a big word, so I said, Tell God, I'm sorry for, and then he fills it in. I'm sorry for not obeying mom and dad. I'm sorry for being a jerk to my brothers. I'm sorry for being a brat in school and not listening to my teachers. And after praising, we uh, repent and we turn away. Psalm 51 says this, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. Let me ask you something. How can you have a pure heart before God? Because oftentimes we think uh, purity of heart refers to motives which it does include motives. Oh, that, oh that, that person's such a pure heart. But how, biblically and realistically, how can you have a heart that is pure? Well, something is pure, it's clean. So how can you have a clean heart? It's when you confess, when you ask forgiveness, and when you repent. This is the context of this, this is, uh, this is a Psalm of David after he was confronted by the prophet Nathan, say, you are that man. And he says, create in me, God, just as you are to create um, creation ex nihilo in Genesis, that from nothing you created order, from chaos you created light and separation, and you created order from complete chaos. You, because you are creator, Lord, create in me from the chaos of of resentment or uh, regret and judgment and condemnation. Lord, create in me a clean heart. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. I love that. Renew a right spirit. Lord, I've had a wrong spirit. I've had a junk attitude. And the way I treat my kids and the way I look at life and that, the way I drove to work today or coming home, it was just not the right attitude. Make me clean. Make me right that I would have a right spirit within me, restored unto me. So I confess every negative thought, sins of commission that I've done and sins of omission, things that, that I did not do. James says, if you know what you ought to do and if you don't do it to you, it is a sin. So, Lord, forgive me for that. Make me clean. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 says, if we confess our sins, He is faithful. God is faithful. He is just. He will forgive you of your sins and purify you from all unrighteousness. This coming new year, would you have a clean heart before God? have a clean slate where you could come before the Lord clean and God is holy that we'd set apart and we would have a fresh start. It, in, it includes repentance. 
Next is A, which is ask. And this is, I think, the one we're all familiar with. In the Lord's Prayer in Luke 11, verse 4, Jesus says, Give us each day our daily bread. Lord, just give us enough that I would still be dependent on you. Just like King Solomon, right? I said, Lord, don't make me too, too poor that I'll uh, steal and I'll sin, but don't make me too rich that I'll forget about you. Just give me enough of my daily bread. Help me, Lord, to be content. And this is where you ask God. Later on in the Lord's Prayer, uh, Jesus says this in verse 9, And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent or a snake? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good things to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? So ask the Lord. In this 21 days of, of, of prayer and fasting, um, ask yourself, like, what are you praying for? What are you, why, what is the reason that you're fasting? Um, is it for spiritual renewal? Is it for guidance? Is it for healing? For the resolution of problems? Is it for special, special grace to handle a situation? Maybe you're in a tough season in your life and you just need to pray, Lord, I just need grace because I'm ready to tap out. I'm ready to quit. I'm ready to bow out. I'm like so done. And this 21 days, you know, you can ask God specifically because He is your heavenly Father. Ask specifically for wisdom. Lord, what should I do? I'm going to fork in a road. Uh, Lord, uh, pray for my kids' college that, the, you know, the right one will open up. Pray for a job. Pray for uh, strength to walk in obedience to His will. All right. And lastly, pray, P-R-A-Y, after we praise God, we've repented, and we've asked, then yes, 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 I will obey. Look at verse 4, and lead us not into temptation. So that you are responding to God in obedience. First uh, John chapter 5, by this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and we obey His commandments. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, what is the purpose of praying and repenting and asking for God to do something if we're not willing to walk in obedience? James says we, not, we shouldn't just be passive hearers of the Word, but we should be what? Active doers. You know, the things that you have just confessed God for and repented from. Ask God for strength, for resolve, to, for and resolution to, to live in obedience. And so these next uh, 21 days, uh, may I encourage you? Um, uh, there is a file for a family devotion. 
um, start off maybe tonight or the first night, start off with a, um, I understand some of you may not, um, you know, maybe empty nesters or you're single, you might be alone, but have a personal reflection. Uh, my family and I did this in, um, in the Bay, Mount Lua Bay, uh, last Monday, but uh, we, for a family reflection, we went around, uh, we prayed, we took 30 minutes, uh, go by yourself, and what were the low points of 2022? What were the low points last year? And this will help you communicate and just kind of look back and some hurtful things, some things, some losses, some grief, and you'll be surprised to hear what your kids will say. And it will give you an opportunity to connect with them. And even in your own life, that, you know, uh, Socrates says the unexamined life is not worth living. So examine, like, man, that thing really hurt. Man, that thing was such a bummer. Oh, man, that, made, that thing uh, wounded my soul. So what were the low points in your reflection, family? So before dinner, um, you know, maybe start off on Sunday even, and before you do your, um, your first day of the family journal, but have a reflection, whether as a family, what the low point, what the high point was. And you'll look back and see the goodness of God. You'll see the joy in, in knowing the Lord. You'll see the provision of God. You'll see the blessing of God. You'll see the faithfulness of God. When you think about the name three, low points, three high points, and then in your personal reflection, uh, what are you praying for, or contending for, believing for, looking forward to in 2023? So uh, remember that fasting is, is not, it, it's not just simply abstaining from food, but it's abstaining from food in order to seek God. It's for spiritual for purposes, because if you're not eating food, but you're still, uh, you're not praying or you're not reading the Bible, then uh, you're just dieting, okay? Um, so in your fast, uh, maintain um, abstinence, abstinence from food. Like for myself, um, abstaining breakfast and lunch, I'm also abstaining from uh, caffeine, and uh, social media so that's kind of a big you know so no instagram no be real no facebook but i'm staining that so when i the times that i'm i'm supposed to be enjoying breakfast i take that time that 10 15 20 minutes that i have breakfast i use that to pray seek god i praise i repent i ask and i say yes lord okay and then lunchtime, same thing. Whenever I feel like going through Instagram or going through and scrolling, I use that. I turn that desire for, for entertainment, for desire for God. All right? And, um, and as you prepare, make a commitment to do that. And you'll see the Lord um, perform a breakthrough in your life. Amen? Let's go ahead and pray. So Lord, we thank you, God, for your faithfulness. And uh, we do ask right now that you would be with us as your people. Lord, um, we ask, we seek, and we knock. I pray that you'll meet each one of us, that you would uh, do a breakthrough, perform a breakthrough. Lord, that the spiritual blockage and hindrances in our lives, Lord, um, that it would 
that you would, for your glory, for the sake of your great name, that you would show up, oh Lord God, and prove yourself to be holy and God. Lord, give us strength, turn our desires, oh Lord God, um, to you. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Happy New Year, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Online people, we appreciate you for just tuning in and being a part of our online community. We would love to have you join us for our anniversary Sunday. And um, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May He cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord give you peace. We love you guys.